Hey, I'm a medium, and this podcast is for those who wish to understand the wonderful world of spirit. Where do we go when we die? I'll share stories of mine as a medium and other mediums in our journeys, plus you will hear real-life client readings so that you can know without any doubt that your loved ones and spirit are around you all the time. I'm Jen, and this is the Singing Medium Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Singing Medium Podcast. This is episode two, and this episode is going to be a little bit different than what you're used to hearing from me, but that's the point. So I don't want you to think that you start to, you know, oh, I know what Jen's going to talk about, and it's the same thing as everyone else is talking about. So as you guys know, if you've been following me for a while, and even if you're new, you might be able to sense an energy shift in me. And that happens to all of us when we do the work and when we start to dive into the spirit world and we we meld with spirit. I don't even know if that's a word, but spirit keeps using that word. I'm melding, melding into what spirit is like. So spirit is a soul. Spirit is the ultimate, highest, purest, energetic entity or vibration of love. And when you are a medium, that's what happens when you start to become a medium, when you start to do readings and you start to learn how to become a medium and you start to learn and spirit teaches you, spirit teaches you what the spirit world is like. Spirit, you you immerse yourself in that world, that unknown world that so many people don't really understand exists, that dimension that exists. And being in that dimension a lot, like I am, because that's my job, it automatically and naturally organically will have you experiencing massive shifts every once in a while because you're remembering in the spirit world you remember you remember spiritual wisdom you remember you start to remember that you are love you start to remember that you are a soul you start to remember the consciousness that exists within you the light that exists with within you and that's what we are because that's what spirit is. So when you're a medium and you're immersing yourself in that energy on a day-to-day basis, it's pretty natural occurring that you're going to, sounds pretty you know, logical that you're going to start to embody. It's like if you hang out with someone with specific traits and you start to maybe act like them or you start to mer- merge with their energy and you might start talking like them or you might have mannerisms like take your husband for example so chad and i all sometimes will come downstairs and we're dressed the same and we have the same plaid jacket on or let's see what's another good example or we'll do like the same mannerisms at the exact same time and then we'll look at each other and go whoa right so it's kind of like that in the spirit world when you start to take on their mannerisms and you start to embody what love is and you start to remember oh my gosh i am love oh my gosh this is how the spirit world works so that's just a regular non non utilizing of other tools and other energies that you could bring in to enhance your mediumship and enhance your self-development and enhance or speed dial or um, speed up your your training speed up your remembering and your recalling of who you actually are so that's what this episode is kind of about in a hinty kind of way but probably from the title, you probably have already realized what we're going to be talking about today, what I'm going to share with you today. So before I get into that, though, I have a few things I want to share with you, some really, really exciting things. 
And if you follow me on Elevate.Hersoul on Instagram or The Singing Medium on Facebook, or you subscribe to my email list, you'll know that I'm doing some pretty exciting things and I've made a lot of shifts in my business over the last couple of months due to me melding with spirit and <laughs> remembering, remembering what I'm actually here to do. So that, that takes time sometimes. But exciting thing is I am actually opening up, I'd say I'm reopening up an online school called Spirit School Legacies. Now it was called Spirit School about, I would say four years ago, Spirit gave me this idea to open an online school where people could come like-hearted souls who want to learn or remember, as I like to call it, all of their spiritual gifts that are inside of them. So things like meditation or the importance and the vitality of meditation, how to become a medium, psychic development, which is very important. That is just your intuition on fire. So if you read my book, Unearth Your Intuition, you know how important intuition is, but you also will know that it can merge and morph into something stronger than that, which would turn into psychic development, which would turn into your psychic gifts. So this school idea came to me four years ago, and then it didn't really take off. It was, it was almost like something was off. It was almost like, it's not quite time for this really cool idea. And then sometimes when you don't take that idea and run with it, what happens is the universe gives it to someone else. So you'll notice that there's other schools that are open online too. There's online spiritual development schools. And, you know, you might be drawn to those ones and that's great. I hope you, I hope you feel called and I hope that you will start to or continue to work on your amazing skills, whether you're a medium, a psychic, you know, you just want to learn how to meditate. You want to learn how to read tarot cards. That's what Spirit School Legacies is about. And so how it works, while well, I have your attention here, is it's a one-year commitment. So it would look like you don't have to be there every day. So it would be one month we're going to learn about mediumship. The next month we're going to learn psychic development. The next month we're going to learn about astrology. We're going to have a teacher come in and teach you different things, tarot teachers, because I don't, I'm not great at tarot. So we'll bring in another teacher who's going to teach you that. So every month is going to be a different thing, a different theme, a different thing to work on. And it's at your own pace. You can come and go as you please. You can do as much or as little as you want. But I'm going to make the stipulation right now is that if you are called to join Spirit School Legacies, I encourage you to only do so if you are completely ready to dive in, like I was talking about the beginning of your soul, quote unquote, self. Okay. So this is for people who are like, I want to know my soul. I want to know myself on a deeper level. I want to meet myself on a different dimension. I want to merge with my higher self. And I want to connect with those on the other side, even though it might seem a little bit scary and I don't understand all of it. But the only way to understand it is to immerse yourself in it. Okay. So it's really, really important. And I, and I have said this before, but I've had three separate psychics tell me that spirit school is something big. So for me, I'm just walking around thinking, oh, you know, I'm just going to open this little school. There'll be a few people who sign up. No big deal. No one, no one really knows about it. It's just going to be whoever comes, comes. And the psychics have said, no, this is actually something that is bigger than what you think it is. So sometimes we can get caught up in our own limitations and our own limited mindset and not see beyond. Sometimes we need someone like a friend or a psychic or, or a medium or a family member to come and say, look, this thing is going to be really big and you need to go all in. So if you're going to come, you got to be all in. That's, that's my stipulation. That's my list 
of criteria is that you must be willing to be all in. Okay, so Spirit of School begins January 2022. I feel like 2022 is going to be a, a really, really, really positive year. There's going to be a lot more changes that are coming, but for a positive outcome. Okay, now I know the last two years have been kind of, you know, how that went. But also, if you look back on it, you know that there was many positive aspects to what has happened over the last two years. And all of it was for your development. All of it was for your remembering. So I hope you know that. So there's Spirit School that begins January 2022. Get in on that. It is on the website, elevatehersoul.com. Then I have some mediumship classes coming on. They are not included in Spirit School, though. So that's also on the website. And if you would like a private reading from me, a mediumship reading, and if you go listen to episode one of this podcast, you'll actually be witness to hearing how a, how a reading works and what it feels like and, and the energy behind it and how it helps people so much heal from their grief. Then I just did a free event yesterday, a free group reading. It was amazing. And I love doing these free events for you guys. So we'll be doing another one in December as well. Okay. So I think that's all for the announcements or the, the, what's the word? I don't want to say that word. I want to say, um, these experiences that are available to you. Okay. And the way the best way to choose these experiences is to feel into them, not think about them. That's really important. You feel about it. You don't think about it. Because sometimes our mind can tell us things that are untrue, right? Our ego can say, oh, well, I can't afford that or I don't have time to do that. And that is simply just your ego. Ego's not bad. Ego's there to help you. But that's why I ask you to sort of see if you can skip over that part and just feel about it. So you'll know right away. I know not everyone thinks the way I do or that people don't make decisions the way that I do, but I've learned like if you are in spirit, if you're inspired, that's when you need to take action. Okay. So if any of those lit you up and was like, oh my God, I have to do that. You got to get in on that. Okay. So that being said, today, what I want to talk to you about is psychedelics and mediumship or psychedelics within mediumship. Now you might be like, what? I had no idea Jen tinkered or dabbled in psychedelics. And if, like I said, if you've been to follow me for a while, you know that I have had two beautiful experiences with ayahuasca. And what you might not know about me is that that's something that really changed a lot of my beliefs. It actually, and you've heard me talk about this before, is that it actually rewired my brain. So, so ayahuasca isn't for everyone. And I always like to tell people if, because ayahuasca and, and, and mushroom, magic mushrooms, they are a consciousness, cannabis, all of these plants have their very own consciousness. And for me, what I realized or remembered is that I had to wait until ayahuasca called me or the consciousness of the plant called me, or I had to wait until the mushrooms called me. And then I, did them. So we never want to force plant medicine. We never want to we never want to make it happen because it has to be organic. It has to be natural. It's really important that your soul feels this calling. And if you don't know what I mean by that, it's kind of like I think you I think you've at least had one experience in your life where you just knew internally and you didn't know how you knew, but you knew you had to do something or you knew you had to go somewhere and you didn't really understand. It was inexplicable. You couldn't explain why you needed to do something. It was almost like everything bypassed your brain and it went straight into your heart. 
and your heart was calling you and you know what it's like to ignore something. So if you're hearing something, oh, maybe I should quit my job or maybe I should move to this town, but then you go, oh, I'm too afraid to do that. The things that you're afraid the most to do are the things you probably should do. And that's what I've learned in my experience is like, if I'm afraid of something or it you know, I'm like, oh my God, that's way too big. I can't, who am I to do that? That's when you know, that's a big indicator that that's when you know that it's time to do the thing. You got to do it afraid. You got to risk it. Like I was terrified the first time I did ayahuasca, like terrified. Like I drove three hours to a cottage and this, this beautiful indigenous island. And I, and it was very hard to find the house and the directions GPS didn't work. So I was terrified trying to navigate my way to the actual location on this beautiful sacred land but i also i was terrified the whole drive up and i was like you know me and my songs so i'm like okay spirit if i'm supposed to turn the car around i want you to play i think i don't know if the song is called turn the car around or not but it that has the lyrics turn the car around that song i'm like okay if i'm supposed to not go to this because i'm terrified and i'm like okay play this song if i'm supposed to turn around the song didn't come on I'm like, okay, I'm taking it as a sign that I'm supposed to go because me and Spirit are pretty good. The song's like, give me a song and I know what to do. So I went there. I remember it was like four hours before anything was even starting. I think it was four hours before. I think I got there before everyone else. Got my room. I sat in my room. I'm terrified. I'm like, oh my God. So many times I got off the bed. I'm like, I'm going to leave. I'm just going to go tell them I'm going to leave. I can't do this. I'm too scared. And then the finally when I got up to actually go downstairs and say, okay, I don't think I can do this. Someone had parked behind my car. So I couldn't even get out of the driveway if I wanted to. So that was like, okay, I'm staying. Even though I was terrified. Like, you guys know this. I am terrified of vomiting. Like, my biggest fears are me vomiting, clowns, and it used to be aliens, but not anymore. So I have two kind of big fears that are kind of silly. But I don't, I can't explain. It's those fears that you can't really explain why you're afraid of them. You just, and they seem irrational, but they're just there, right? So I know that with ayahuasca that you, that you vomit, you're just supposed to purge. It's a purge. It's different when you're sick and you have the flu. It's a different kind, but I literally was terrified of the vomiting. And so I remember sitting there talking to the plant consciousness before the ceremony. I was like, okay, listen here's what I want and what you need to do with with plant medicines is you need to talk to it you need to communicate with the plant before like ayahuasca even cannabis and mushrooms you have to talk to the plant and you have to give it direction people don't know this they sometimes use it as like a party drug and they don't know that they want it the, the plant wants you to talk because it's a teacher these plants are teachers and you got to use these teachers because they have so much wisdom in them and they help you recall so much so much information that is deep down inside of you it's unbelievable all the stuff that is inside of you that you don't recall yet and these psychedelic plants help you or these plant medicines help you to dig them out and to recall them and to remember it's just beautiful beautiful experiences that i've had and so going back to the vomiting i, I remember talking to the plants okay i don't want to throw up um and i just wanted to have a beautiful experience and here's what i want and here's what i don't want so okay we go in the first night it was three nights so the first night is called a water purge so you're supposed to drink like a ton 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 of like a ridiculous amount of water with a little bit of ayahuasca in it not even not a lot just a tiny bit and you're supposed to drink it really fast and you're supposed to purge and that will help there's so much water in your system that you just like you want to but after two drinks i my body physically shut down and i literally wasn't able to pick my hand up and and pick up this glass of water i'm like i'm not doing this 
I'm not doing this. My resistance went huge and I didn't do it. I refused to do it. Everyone else is like, Bleh, and they're purging and getting all their crap out. And I'm sitting there as stubborn as a mule. I'm like, I'm not doing this. And so the second night was actually ayahuasca ceremony. And I said to ayahuasca before in my bedroom, I closed my eyes and I connected with the plant. And I said, I really don't want to throw up. I really don't want to throw up. This means a lot to me that if you could just not let me throw up, I'm okay with feeling nauseous, but I don't want to throw up. And so I could hear the plant talking to me because I'm clairaudient. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. But you're going to have to go to the bathroom a little bit. I'm like, that's fine. I, like TMI, it's okay. I, I'm okay with that. So we go in ceremony, beautiful ceremony. I remember so many things. They rewire my brain like I was talking about earlier. No vomiting, okay? And this whole experience with ayahuasca, ayahuasca is... How do I describe it? All these plant medicines have different consciousnesses and different ways of working with you. I almost said dealing with you because ayahuasca deals with you. <laughs> there's like no, you know, there's no messing around with ayahuasca. You're, you're hardcore serious if you want to heal yourself and, you know, change things about you and, and, and really do the really, really hard work. Ayahuasca is that key for you if it, if it resonates with you, but she schools you like mother ayahuasca will school your ass so the second night she says you listen to me and she like i was like oh my god like i was in so much trouble with mother ayahuasca <laughs> she's like you sit down and shut up and i'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do here so so your ego is like okay i'm too afraid of this thing i don't want to do this i'm getting goosebumps as i recall this story and share it with you it's like you can't like whatever's for your highest good is what the plant will do Okay, so for my highest good was to shut up, sit down, and just get schooled and shown all of these things that I need to deal with my shit. And then while in the ceremony, my my whole brain and what ayahuasca told me is that when you're a medium or a psychic, and this is where it makes the connection, is that a lot of us don't have our brains wired the same as other people. So think about scientists. A scientist's brain would be sort of wired or hardwired to think logically and be very studious and research and logical and these kind of things. But a medium and a psychic, for me, I am the opposite of that. So it's not that I don't care about science. It's just that I am so deeply connected to spirit and my higher self and my soul that I don't need to think logically. I don't need to be smart. So spirit is like, we're going to just rewire your brain a little bit because sometimes also what happens is we also have depression and anxiety or bipolar. We're diagnosed with ADHD. We're diagnosed with all of these things because our brain is not functioning as it quote unquote should be according to, you know, the smart humans or the doctors or the psychologists. And so to understand how we can sort of go beyond the logicalness, because to be honest, if you think about it, spirit world is not very logical. And the way mediums communicate, way I can hear spirit and see them and get the evidence and the names and the dogs tell me this thing. And it doesn't make any sense at all, logically or even scientifically. All I know is that I hear it and I can translate it and I can communicate it and I understand it and I can feel things in my body. I can feel heart attacks. I can feel phantom pains in my stomach. I can feel like my legs were had blood clots in them when these people come in and spirit tells me um, that's how they pass. But so ayahuasca said I have to rewire your brain. And I actually felt hands going in my brain and not physically, but you know, spiritually and energetically, I could feel this. It was almost like it was actually happening and these hands went removed wires and then they, they were plugged into the wrong circuits, they said. And so when it came out of there, I had so much clarity, so much 
people like to call them aha moments, but it was just like so much clarity and so much remembering. I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense why I'm a medium and why I can hear spirit, why I can see the things that I do and why I know there's aliens and why, you know, because this is the way my brain is wired. And ayahuasca helped me understand that in order to be a medium, you got to have the, the wires in the places that they need to be so that you can communicate with spirit. Because if you're very logical and sciencey, you're not going to even touch it. You're going to be like, that's ridiculous. You're going to be afraid of it. You're going to be like, that's not logical. You're talking to demons. As the Catholics like to say, you know, it's, you know, you have to just be in a different mindset. You have to be in a whole other world almost in your brain for these for the us to be this way and to and to connect spiritually so it's really important so that's how plant medicine helped me ayahuasca helped me with my mediumship in that and sort of made me a better medium because i don't know if you know this but if you're one of my students you will know this is that being a medium the readings are sort of secondary to what mediumship is all about so mediumship is the study of your soul it really is and then the readings and connecting to spirit is secondary. So a lot of people don't know this. And I remember like knowing this for a couple of years in my in my work, in my trainings. And I was always wondering why does no why do no other, you know, celebrity mediums or mediums who have been around for 20 years teach this thing? Why do they not say, you know, the readings are second and, and the training is about you. The training is about your soul and remembering who the hell you are and you know that you are love and, and all these things the most beautiful journey you'll ever go on. And the readings are secondary. And it wasn't until I took a class with James Von Prague where he, the first thing he said in his opening little speech there was exactly that. I was like, oh, thank God. I felt so relieved that someone else was saying this because I had never heard any other mentors say this to me. And I was like, thank goodness. That is what I have always believed. And he said the same thing. And it was the, my validation that I got from that because that's what it is. And so you can do it. You don't, I'm not saying you have to use psychedelics. I'm just sharing my story and my experiences. But I do know that they help you immensely, like in your own personal development, in your own life, in your own spiritual rememberings, but also in your development. And again, I'm not promoting, I'm not saying, you, hey, you got to do plant medicine. And I don't do plant medicine before I do a reading. I have experiences. And then after, like weeks after or months after, my brain is all clear. And so I'm, I'm a clearer channel. Now I'm clear. My chakras are clear. My energy is clear. I have this really strong knowing and confidence of what I'm doing. You know, it, it helps with your confidence because we sometimes have struggles with that in our ego. We're like, okay, well, I guess I'm not very good because X, Y, Z, or because I got that reading wrong, or because that person emailed me and said they didn't like that reading. None of that is true. And when you when you utilize plant medicine, you 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 understand that that, that cannot be true because you're in the spirit world too. And you're in the spirit world. They know now there's no ego. There's no limitations. There's no lack of confidence. There's no like, it's just pureness. That's what you are. And you kind of return to that when you're in the spirit world and you even more return to that pureness and experience that when you're in ceremony. So these are my experiences. Okay, I, want you to, I need you to really understand that disclaimer here. These are my experiences and I have no way, shape or form telling you to go do plant medicine unless it calls you. Okay, so basically I went big and then I worked my way down. So I went to like the mother load. I think there's one more plant medicine above ayahuasca. I think it's a boga. I have not sat in ceremony with a boga yet because it's not calling me yet. So I did ayahuasca first. I did two ceremonies within a year and a half of each other. Got these beautiful rememberings. My brain's rewired. I'm ready to go. 
you know, we're confident, we're going for it, we're, we're forging ahead, we understand why we're a medium, we understand our brain function and why other people are not mediums and psychics. And then I went down a little step, if, you're, if you you know need a visual, I went down a ladder to, to psilocybin. So then, then mushrooms were calling me. So microdosing started calling me like, Jen, we're trying this now. And I'm like, all right. And it felt good to me. It was a strong knowing. I knew this is what I wanted to do. I knew that was my next step. And so I started doing microdosing. And microdosing, again, is an individual choice. It's, it's something that you would feel called to do. But it's not psychedelic. So it's almost like they take the second. It's like a tiny, tiny, tiny microscopic portion of, you know, the big guns of, of mushrooms. So like um, a little bit of the golden teacher or lion's mane or things like this that are in, in a little capsule that you take. And the first two days that I ever microdosed, I remember being so unbelievably clear. It was, I like to describe it as the colors outside. So like right now I'm in my closet because I wanted quiet. So I'm, in, I'm doing this podcast episode in my closet. So I'm looking around and there's, you know, my elevator sole hoodies are in here. My plaid shirts are in here. The sweaters in here, you know, and it, like the colors are like red and black and green and dark green and blue and, and whatever. But when I was outside, the first time I ever microdosed, the colors outside just were so vivid. It, it was almost like someone came and took, uh, did laser eye surgery on my eyes and took that film off. And so I could see it was like my vision was back to, um, what is it, 2020? Because I'm like, I'm like 90, 20. I have terrible eyes. So 2020, but like almost like 23 or 25, 20. It was just like, wow and you don't you know i didn't feel high i didn't feel i could still drive it just takes the crap off that's what i feel like all these plant medicines do they just take the crap away you know when you're when you're crossed over and you're gone and you're in the spirit world and now you're a soul again there's no crap all your crap is gone like there's no jealousy anymore there's no competition there's no comparison it's just your purest form of love that's that's what you are and you return to that so I say it's like dogs too. And dogs, dogs who are on this planet, still on this earth, and even dogs that cross over, they are the epitome, the closest thing to this unconditional love that people talk about, that we don't really understand full spectrum yet. But dogs have no crap. That's the difference between us and humans. Uh, sorry, between, oh my gosh, between us and dogs is that we have crap and the dogs don't have any crap. So they're just like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. That That's all they do. They understand everything you're saying. But, but it's just, you have to, you have to feel into the idea that that's what you are and, and know that your dog, if you have a dog, oh my gosh, this dog loves you so much. and knows everything about you and everything about, I'm not sure why I got into the dog thing right now, but there's always a reason I need you. I need you to know that. So going back to the microdosing, the colors were so vibrant. And then on the weekend, what happened? Haha, this is the whole point of me wanting to share this is that I decided to do a, um, an official mushroom ceremony. I was going to experiment with actual magic mushrooms. Now I have in the past, but they didn't, it was okay. It's like almost like I didn't use enough. And so the reason why I use these, is these tools, these plants is because I want to better myself. I want to become my higher self. I want to emerge. I want to emerge out of the chrysalis. I want to like get the crap off my brain. I want to get rid of my stories. I don't want to, I know that I'm not here to believe that I am limited. That's what I believe in open school, spirit school. I'm like, I'm limited. There's only going to be 10 people signing up. 
And then these other people who are other psychics and mediums who have their brains same as me are like, no, this is going to be big. So sometimes we need someone outside of ourselves to remind ourselves of our limitlessness and our abundance and our prosperity and who we actually are. And that is what these medicine tools do for me personally. And so it was so exciting because I have recently decided I was just going to focus on mediumship. And so I had some questions like before I was doing coaching and I was doing all these other things. And spirit was like, no, th these medicines remind you, like, just focus on one or two things so that you can put all of your energy and all of your love and all of your passion into this one thing. So that's where this podcast evolved from when I had Elevate Her Soul podcast. Spirit's like, okay, now we're going to focus on the mediumship part of it. So when you listen to future episodes, you're going to hear more stories like this and more guest mediums and more readings because this is the focus now and this is how the plant medicine got me clear i got very very clear because i always ask for clarity i say can i please have clarity on abc like i need to understand this so i do this to improve my spiritual skills and and talents and innate things that i that i can do that i'm born with i was born to do this it's in my soul contract and so these medicines help me recall that and remember. And so because you're in the spirit world and you're because you're interacting with spirit on a daily basis, because I am, I want to become that form before I die. I don't want to wait till I die to, to get rid of the crap. I don't want to wait till I die till I remember all of this stuff. I don't want to wait till I die before I remember that I am an abundant, prosperous, limitless being who's here to help people like I don't want to wait so I I do it now I'm working on that now and so I'm I'm I didn't really understand the magnitude of what would happen when you become a medium I just thought I was going to talk to dead people all day and then as I went along over the past five years where I was like no it's not that it has anything to do it has nothing to do with mediumship it just has to do with you and your personal journey and so these plant medicines come in and they help me they help me remember and they help me understand. And so that's why I do it. So, like I said, it's a personal decision that, you know, um, it's a personal choice, right? So it has to be something that calls to you, has to call you. Okay. So on the weekend, like I said, I sat with, what did I use? Golden Teacher. I sat with Golden Teacher and did the mushroom ceremony and i and if you're ever going to do this you got to really prepare the room so you've got to like i have my reiki master obviously so we staged the room you know we cleared it all out we staged the furniture the tv i put reiki symbols all over the walls the floor the ceiling i put protection all around i put a markaba in the room around the house around the space and everything was perfectly perfectly safe and called in my guides, my ancestors, my ascended masters, my higher light teachers, all my spirit guides, my every everyone who was there to protect and watch over us. Because as a medium, you also have to be very, very vigilant about your protection methods. So that's what we did to prepare. And then we sat in ceremony. It happened really fast. Like they started to work really, really fast because I didn't eat much dinner and I didn't want to, I didn't really want a full stomach when I was taking mushrooms. So uh, my stomach was pretty empty, but just enough so that I wouldn't feel sick. But like it was literally 20 minutes before I started kicking in. And I had written my intentions out before. So what I wanted to know was I wanted to know, what did I ask? I wanted to know, to show me love, why I had these money blocks 
and I can't remember the other one, but they were all tied in, which I didn't really realize they were all tied in together. So I go in, worked really fast. So I felt a little bit sick at the beginning and I'm like, okay, Reiki. And I just Reiki'd myself and just went away. And I was like, okay. And if you do this, you really have to surrender. You really have to just lay there with your eyes closed for like four hours. You got to like make time for this. Like this is really important. If you're going to do this, this is a big decision because you're going to know yourself and you journey with yourself and you journey with spirit and you journey with the universe. And it's just something that you can't, you can't do distracted. So you have to really set the space. You have to really want to learn. You have to really like golden teachers basically are like the ultimate teacher where you, you ask a question and you get answers to, but not in the way that you think. Okay. So we went in and then they started working. I'm lying down and playing this beautiful music in the background. There was Trevor Hall in the background. Lights are all off. And then you start to journey. So you close your eyes and you just, you might see colors, you might see things, but I don't remember seeing a lot of colors at the beginning. I do remember seeing snakes though. There were snakes coming in, but I wasn't afraid. And there was one point in the journey where it could have gone really bad. So you've heard of bad trips with psychedelics. So this could have gone really bad, but I had the opportunity to, to say no. I said, cause I started getting anxious. And I said, no, I don't want to feel anxious. I said, I don't want to feel fear. I just want to have joy and bliss and happiness and love and all of these things. So then that's when it turned back around because I had a little bit of control at the beginning of how I wanted it to go with my intention. And all of a sudden my heart started opening. It was just like, it felt like a little bit of pain, discomfort, but I could actually feel, and this happened in ayahuasca as well, is that my heart was like ripped out of my chest. It felt like someone was ripping my heart pulling open my chest walls and just leaving like a little space there where it was able to love more. And I realized the first thing I realized, which has to do with spirit world, because they're just pure love is that I hold back of love. So I learned that I, I don't love fully as I can, because if you're, if you're passed over and you're a spirit and your soul now, your love is like times a bajillion. And we don't, we, it's hard for us to feel that. I feel if you felt that kind of love on earth, we would probably blow up because it would just be too much. So you get a taste of this in, in when you're in ceremony. And so you start to remember, oh my God, I'm like, okay, I'm love. And then you start seeing the movie. So I describe it as like a TV show or a movie in your mind. So your eyes are closed and you're just loud. You can't also control. You can't go, nope, don't want to see that. Nope, don't want to look at that. Nope. You literally, you can't. You have to completely surrender and let the plant show you what it needs to show you. So for me, I'm very visual. And usually you see hallucinations or, or quote unquote hallucinations you'll see visuals, you'll see colors, you'll see psychedelic sort of like ge sacred geometry. And, um, but for me, it was like this beautiful TV show that was playing and it's really cool how it works. So it was like about four hours, four and a half hours, this journey. And you have to set the time and just completely just go right in. It's like, I'm all in. Okay. Just I'm all in. So I was all in and so many beautiful things that I saw. So I saw some, some beautiful things in my family and I saw, you know, I heard things and I saw things and I experienced things. I was in another dimension. And I, the reason I knew it was another dimension is because the visualization that I saw was sideways. And I was like, where am I? They said, you're in another dimension. I'm like, great, this is awesome. And the whole time I'm, I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm joyful, I'm blissful, I'm I'm all experience all these emotions that I feel that, that I knew that that's what a soul is. If you're in the universe and you're passed over, I, I firmly believe it's kind of like a psychedelic journey where you are so free and you just feel free and you just laugh and you're so happy. Nothing is bothering you. You have no 
you know, with no qualms about your body. You're not ashamed of anything. It just takes up all the crap. And sometimes the crap can get in the way of your life and the crap can get away and it's heavy and the crap can get you when you're in your in trying to do mediumship. You're like, I am not confident as a medium and I can't understand what they're saying and, I, and I'm getting frustrated and that's crap. It's all crap because it's fear. It's fear. It's not love. It's the, it's the opposite. And so, and so these things are shown to you in these journeys because you're like, I want to know what love is. Like you just, you just know what love is. Um, so many beautiful things that I saw and I'm trying to remember, I should have brought my notebook up where I had all the notes in it, but just, just completely changed me, like completely changed what I know to be true about myself and shame is a big problem in our lives. <laughs> it's like, like if you get really honest with yourself, like you're probably ashamed of something about your body, you're ashamed of your butt, you're ashamed of your stomach, you're ashamed of your double chin or your gray hair, you're, you're ashamed of something. And even though you might not admit, admit it out loud or, or often, you, you have some shame in there. There's shame somewhere in your body. And so in in, in the journey, Spirit was like, you gotta, you're, this is your house. So your body is your house because you're the soul. And Spirit was like, this is your body. You cannot, you cannot hate your body. You cannot hate your house. You chose this house. And for me, it's my stomach. So a little bit of a belly. Um, and so in this, in this beautiful journey that I was on, it was like, you need to love, love your belly, love your butt. Because if you, if you're ashamed of parts of your body, you don't love yourself. That's really going to hurt you in your life. And it's going to hurt you in your, in your spiritual work. Like if you have a business, it's going to hurt your business because if you're sh feeling shame of your body, that shame travels into your business. So then you're ashamed of money and then you're ashamed of making money and it just, it just goes on and on and on and on. So this taught me that you need to love your body. You need to love and it does have a lot to do with mediumship. Okay. So it teaches you. It teaches you about yourself. And even if you don't have plant medicine, you'll eventually remember these things because spirit will teach you that in the readings. But the plant medicine is like an amplifier. It's like a fast track. It's like, you know, it's like therapy without the therapist. And for me, I would 100% rather sit for like four or five hours on a Friday night in the dark and listening to beautiful music and, have, and experiencing this mushroom journey and just feeling so like the bliss that you feel. And I want you to know people like, oh, she was all tripping out. But the bliss is something to experience. The bliss is is joyful. It's like a, it's almost indescribable, and you don't care what people think. Like we care, you care. You're listening right now. You give a shit what people think about you, don't you? So do I. And that's done. Like I'm done with that. And so also show me, you know, we care way too much what people think. And so when you're in your bliss, you don't give a shit what anyone thinks. So I was I wasn't dancing. I kind of wanted to dance, but I was with another friend, and I did. I sort of was like set up. I was like, just moving my body. I'm like, this is probably well how people in the 70s, the hippies were like doing in the, when they went to their, to their Woodstock. They're just like, yeah, man. And it was just like so blissful. But I know, but then I knew this is how you feel when you die. This is how you feel when you cross over. There's no more crap. Because I had literally no crap for those four hours. It was, I was so me without the crap the crap was gone and i was me without the crap and it just carries into your day and your weeks following ahead and you you know you don't obviously feel blissful all the time but i, I haven't stopped feeling happier smiling since i did it 
And I feel more joyful than I did before because I, I recall and I remember now it's in me. Holy crap. I'm not, I'm not here to be grumpy and mad at the world and, and say horrible things to people. And that's not what we're here to do. And spirit actually showed me in the journey too, that people are infected with like people who are really angry and, and lashing out and just being really miserable and, and, and just put their heads down all day. And spirit show me that there, there, there's like a snake in them or something or some kind of something that's foreign that's inside of them. And they just don't want to either look at it. They don't want to do the thing and, and work on it to remove it. And they're just injected with this venom. They're injected with this reptilian energy and, Ooh, I just what I saw. I don't want to. I don't want to be that. I I want to be. I want to be spirit. I want to be my soul. I want to be pure love and bliss. And I want to like. Oh, it's too bad you can't do mushrooms all the time. I'm telling you. And then I said to my friend, everyone needs to do this. And I know I said don't do it if you unless you're called. But if everyone could sit down and do mushrooms and have a beautiful experience and remember because you'd remember who you are. Right, and then you'd be a better medium because of it, because the crap is gone, and you're not like. Letting things hold you back. You're not getting in your own way anymore. So for me, plant medicine is something that I believe I will use. Like, and I didn't really, I didn't really plan on utilizing plant medicine with my mediumship. I only wanted to do it for self-discovery and self-remembering, soul remembering. And it just happens to affect my mediumship and it makes me a better medium. For me personally, it makes me a better medium. These experiences make me a better medium. It just clears out the crap and the crap is in the way. Like the crap clogs up your chakras and you need your chakras cleared to be a medium and have uh, really, really good readings. So again, like I said, it's, it's, it's a personal experience. But if it calls to you, I highly recommend it because you don't want to wait till you die. You, I don't think you want to wait till you die to remember this is what you are and this is how you're meant to feel. So it's people with depression and they can't get the control of their mind and they have these horrible thoughts all day long. I'm like, you know what? Just do some mushrooms and you'll be good to go or, or, or do something. Do something that is going to help you and, and get you in a higher level of consciousness. Because if you're if you're miserable all day, like I used to be before I quit my teaching job, if you're miserable and you're depressed and you've got you know, you're, you're grumpy all the time and you're angry all the time and you're jealous of other people and you're complaining all the time. You are out of ease. I'm sorry, my friend, but you are out of ease. You're, you're not in ease. That's a soul. A soul is ease. Love is easy, by the way. Love is easy. And I feel like someone needs to hear that. Love is not hard. So if you're in a relationship right now and it's hard, that's not love. It's There's going to be little things that, you know, little bumps and stuff like that, but it's not meant to be hard. Love is easy. And that's what you are. You are love. So that's what mediumship is all about. Mediumship is about love. Mediumship is about loving the crap out of yourself. It's about acceptance. Because if you've lost someone, you have to finally accept that they're gone. But they're not gone. They're around you all the time. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. And I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this new podcast. And my plan is to be very consistent with this I would like it to be every Friday. So every Friday, I want you to look for the Singing Medium podcast and check out the first episode with Sherry's reading. And I, next week, I believe I'm going to put another reading up for you guys to listen to. I haven't decided yet. I've got two people who have said yes. So if you have a reading done by me and it's recorded and you want it to be on the podcast to share and help people, that's the intention is to help people. Please let me know. You can email me at info at elevatehersoul.com. You can visit my website, elevatehersoul.com. 
Instagram is elevate.hersoul, and Facebook is the singing medium. And I can't wait to see what we're going to do next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are the best. And I'll talk to you all on the other side.